0: hello and welcome to absolutely savage with me david savage and this is our second episode of the podcast which um, I'm delighted that I finally decided to do this um, before I get started just to um, you know just to I suppose pay a dividend to the last day is there's two mistakes I made the last day on information and one of them was that Dustin the turkey was actually in the Eurovision in 2008, not 2006. Which Google let me down there, because when I Googled it, I saw 2006 and went with it. Yeah, it's my own fault, but I'd say it must have been something else in 2006. But anyway, that's wrong. And also, Ireland only won the Eurovision seven times, not nine times, which I actually knew. So I don't know how I got that wrong. But it was pointed out to me anyway. So thank you for that feedback. Um, And I hope you're all well out there. I hope you're all keeping okay. I hope you're all, uh, you know... Hope you're all staying safe during this whole uh, pandemic. I know, we're starting to return to life uh, a bit more normal. Were you at the pubs yesterday, lads? Uh, I wasn't able to go to the pub yesterday, which I was go to the boat. Um, I work uh, very early in the morning. And when it's the first day that we can properly go to the pub without ordering a pizza, I would find it very hard to stay there. Uh, to not stay uh, to sorry to uh go away so i mean uh, to not stay there i find that very hard and as you can tell by my voice i'm not feeling the best um, i don't have covid uh thankfully um but i'm feeling a little bit of a snivel and meat rot is a bit is just a bit raw it's not really sick anyway not really feeling sick or anything uh anyway um so this week I want to talk about something that I find very interesting because I was chatting to I was chatting to uh, to my girlfriend about this yesterday, and it's something I've always found very interesting is phobias. So people have different phobias. For example, I I think I have two um, kind of very big phobias. One of them is acrophobia, which is a fear of heights. Um. I have a terrible fear of heights, which lay le- which leads to a little bit of a fear of flying. No, I'm not, I'm not I'm not terribly afraid of flying, but I would have a bit of anxiety towards g- getting on a plane. Do you know? Like as in when I'm on the plane, I'd be thinking like, "We are thirty thousand feet in the sky." That's not natural, you know, and it's you know it's it's something that a lot of people do share. I think. The fear of like now to be honest, which it doesn't stop me from going places. Um, I go to a lot of places. My girlfriend is from Sardinia, so I tend to travel with her a lot. Um, and I have to, I have to just get on. I have to get over it. But when I'm on a plane, I don't be freaking out. I don't be freaking out when I'm on a plane. But I'd be genuinely thinking like, ah, oh, for cr- I really want to get down. I want to get back to art, <laughs> just back to art. <laughs> um, another fear that I have is a fear of spiders, uh, arachnophobia. Now, again, not an awful fear, but I don't like them. Now I don't think a lot of people do. I think if you like spiders, it's a bit strange. Now look, I I also am a campaigner for spiders' rights, so I'm a strange um spider spiderist. Is that what we call it? For you know, kind of racist towards spiders. I'm a spiderist, but I'm a strange spiderist. I believe in spiders' rights, their rights to life. Um. For example i don't agree with people killing spiders um if there's a spider in your room or something i don't agree with killing it i i think that's wrong and i think people shouldn't do it don't be killing the spiders yeah so i tend to take spiders out i take them out for dinner i take them out for dinner to wherever they want to go and we sit down and we talk about life and my mate, Gary the Spider, he is a web designer. That is the worst joke I will ever tell on this podcast, I promise. I promise that is the worst one. It's up there anyway. But, yeah. So, this, yeah, this is kind of an... In, I, I think this is something that I, I'd like to talk about. Because I was talking yesterday um to my, to my girlfriend about this. About phobias. And I was saying, what's the most... What do you think is the scariest, least harmful animal? And she's very logical. So she's very logical, and she has to be. She has to be very logical because she's an astrophysicist. Well, she's a training astrophysicist. She isn't one yet. So, but she has to be logical. She has to think logical, whereas I don't. I don't have to think logical. I, I work in a factory and make podcasts for a living. So I don't have to think logically at all. I am a complete irrational thinker. (laughs) I'm a complete mess when it comes to thinking about things. Um, Well, it's a good balance that way, I suppose, isn't it? But she's very logical. So she says, um, Why would I be afraid of something that can't harm me? You know? (laughs) You know, like... And I suppose it's true. Why would you be afraid of something that can't harm you? But at the same time, things can be scary. A horror movie can't harm you. It's scary. Some movies, some horror movies are scary. The last few horror movies that I've seen were not scary. I have to say, there's a lot of ones like you know they advertise these horror movies and they have like the, you know the kind of the creepy music like the, you know when you're walking and and you see this dark figure and all the rest and, now I suppose in a situation where you're faced with this thing, it's kind of scary, but other than that it's not scary. It's not scary to watch that in a movie. It's not scary at all to watch that in a movie. And I don't know. I don't know people realize that people realise that. It's not scary. No, there's... um There's not a great, great lot of horror movies out there at the moment, I don't think, um, of the last few years. Um, a great movie that I, I saw recently is It Follows. Um, if any of you have seen that, It Follows is fantastic. It fo- Basically, it's kind of a... It's a supernatural flick about um about contracting um contracting STIs. Sexually transmitted infections for the uh for the uneducated listeners, of which I have none. That's probably most of my audience. Um so it's about that. Um but it's 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 a clever movie because it shows it, it it's kinda of personifies a disease following people around. And it's creepy because it can take the form of their friends. And that's scary. Do you know what that is actually? No, it, it is very good. It is quite good. Um, I enjoy it. Uh, it's a good movie. But you see, a lot of horror movies are going just for pure jump scares. And as I say, that's frightening. You get it, but it's not really you get, you get frightened. It's more startled. Like a lot of the movies that were released over the last few years. For example, the ones like The Conjuring or... No, no I liked The Conjuring. Because I like the whole Ed and Lorraine Warren story. Um, I actually did a documentary on Ed and Lorraine Warren. A few years ago. I actually. I liked them. But. I like the story. But the actual. Conjuring movies themselves. Are mostly just jump scares. And it's a shame. Because you could do so much. You can do so much with paranormal things. Like Paranormal Activity did it well. uh, The first one anyway. But the reason they did that so well. Is because. It just played with your mind an awful lot. You know, And it played with a situation that if you were in it yourself, you're scared. Like having to listen to this podcast. <laughs> you know? It's scary. These are real life things. There's Somebody has this in their ear right now and they're terrified. And I'm terrified presenting it to you. No, but no, The Conjuring isn't great. And the reason why I didn't think it was great is... I They could have gone for a lot more, but just went... I don't know, they just went seriously for jump scares and they didn't have to, you don't have to do that these days do you know? but then again I suppose years ago why there were such great horror movies is because people weren't so easily scared and that was one thing that kept, you know, the the whole modern horror, like it it made movies like that a lot better because people weren't people, people hadn't seen things, you can go on YouTube and find scarier things we're exposed to so much violence these days. Do you know? <laughs> I'm starting to sound like I'm on some sort of like... You know, I'm preaching to you. I'm not preaching to you. This podcast is not a preach at all. This is complete shy talk. Okay, we've used our first square... Uh, excuse me, let's do that again. <laughs> By the way, I'm not, I'm not going to edit these because I like human error. And I'm only human. And I like errors. That's why I like... That's why I used to like Mrs. Brown's voice. <laughs> because of errors, you know? Errors are funny. Not for professionals, but for people like me, they're very funny. Errors are very funny. I like to hear people messing up. And I do that a lot. And I've, I've started to realise lately that messing up is something everyone does. So we should stop taking it so seriously. Do you know? And... I'm really gone off topic here. But this is going to be a lot of the things you're going to hear throughout this series. Is that I go completely off topic. Because I'm not even sure what I'm doing myself. So I'm going to go completely off topic. But you're going to listen to it. And you're going to enjoy it. Do you hear me? No. Um, definitely. Um, fears are, are, are strained. But fears are. I don't know. Is a fear... Can can any fear be overcome, I wonder? That's a genuine question. And I apologise for the for the quality of sound, lads. It's just I live in a surrounded area and I haven't gotten a studio yet for myself. Um, I'm hoping Santi might bring me one this Christmas. So, look, I apologise for the sound. I'm trying to block it out as best I can, but I do live next to a road that's very busy. Um, I hope that doesn't bother you too much. Again, if it does, let me know. I apologise. Um... But yeah, so so as we know, like there's gonna be a lot of errors with this podcast. Um, there's gonna be a lot of things that sound gritty. But I'm learning. I'm I'm completely learning. I, I don't like I have experience in broadcasting but it's completely different to what I'm doing here. I followed a structure when I was broadcasting. I'm not following a structure here, maybe I should, maybe I should try and learn, and maybe eventually I will. But for now, I'm using this as my platform to express myself, to EXPRESS MYSELF! (laughs) This is completely unlistenable to. But, yeah, so, there's... we're gonna discuss a few fears anyway here. So, I found this article earlier on, which I found interesting, from the Economic Times. And it's here are some of the strangest phobias one can have. So, one of them is ergophobia. So, it is the fear of work or the workplace. Psychologists believe it is a combination of fears such as failing at tasks, social anxiety and public speaking. Now, I don't know about you, right? But I know a lot of people who are afraid of work. And that's not me taking the mick. I'm not taking the mick here, no. I... It, like, as well as I know, that if there was work in the bed, they'd sleep on the floor. Like, they're allergic to it. I think we all know people like that. So, ergophobia might not be a thing. <laughs> it might just be that you're just lazy. No, no, of course, there, there It's of course, it's <laughs> it's serious. I'm not, I'm not going to call out for being one of those people who's like, you're not mentally ill, you're only acting the clone. I oh, no No. Of course, there is a, there is obviously social anxieties and stuff like that, which, which is a big thing, um a lot of people have a fear of failure i i personally have a little bit of a fear of failure sometimes and it could be over the stupidest things like for example in work if i can't understand something straight away i get very hard on myself and i know that that's stupid because like it's only something small it can be fixed always you know like what I've learned recently, and I'm going to go and about myself because I'm an egomaniac. So, I'm going to go and about myself. And I've no one else in the room anyway to tell me otherwise. Who's going to stop me? Huh? So, I'm going to be a bit of an egomaniac here and tell you about myself. So, I have decided recently that I'm going to try and be better to myself. Because I wasn't being great to myself. Alright? I wasn't treating myself as good as I should. Maybe I didn't treat you. Quite as good as I should have. you know I'm saying that to myself I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying that to myself I know but genuinely like I, I am trying to be a it because I, I I find myself getting very very hard on myself if I can't do something or I don't understand something which is ridiculous and it's stupid and if anyone else out there is doing it cop on pull up your skirt and get to work pull up your skirt and get that makes i apologize for that that makes absolutely sense. i have no idea where i was going with that i meant to say pull up your socks but i wanted to say it with a funny accent i want to say something to shirt or skirt or something yeah i i don't know where this is going either um but bear with me i'm enjoying this and i hope you are too and if you're not that's fine there's no bother but please don't leave me alone in this room. <laughs> oh yeah, so that's Orgophobia. That's ergophobia. We might be here a while. There, I think there's only six, but we might be here a while. <laughs> oh God. This is a fun... This This is probably my favourite thing that I've done in a long time though. Um... This is probably my favourite thing I've done is to, to part in a podcast. I've been i wanted to do this for so long, and now that I'm doing it, I feel great. I, I feel excited. Even if it doesn't work, this might be scrapped. And I'd say it probably will. Because who wants to listen to this? <laughs> no, nah, look, some people like this. I like this kind of format, personally myself. And that's what I'm doing. I'm doing it for me, baby. Nah. I'm doing it for you as well. And can I just say you are looking great. You're looking fantastic, are you working out? You must be working out because you look fantastic. Fair play to you. You're looking brilliant. And that's unreal, fair play. So the next one, number two, Somniphobia. So also known as hypnophobia, it is the fear of falling asleep. Often it can be the result of people feeling as though they are losing control and nightmares have been known to cause it as well. Well, last night, I couldn't sleep. Like, I'm a night owl, um, just to let you know. Now, I'm recording this podcast at half seven at, in the evening. And I'm, I'm a night owl. I find it very hard to sleep before, if I have to get up early. Because I, I work shift work. So at, this week, I'm working mornings and I, I'm working early. So I have to get up very early. And I have to get a train to work, so I have to get up even earlier. But I like to get up ahead of the game, so I actually end up getting very early, having a shower, having a bit of breakfast, which I'm really enjoying my breakfast lately. My breakfast is amazing lately, because because I'm trying to eat healthily, I'm trying to do a bit better. But I'm really breakfast is something you can do so much with, if you're trying to you know if you're if you're trying to be healthy, it's actually class. It's great. I never realised how lovely you can have it like. You, you can have so many great things. Like, eggs are a gift from above. Do you know? Who was the first fella to try an egg, by the way? Who saw something fall out of a chicken's hole and said, I'll try that, I'll eat that? Like, in that case, did someone try to eat dog, or dog shit or cow shit or something? These are the questions that keep me up at night, ladies and gentlemen. These... <laughs> These are the questions that keep me awake i i can't sleep i have somnophobia because i want to know whether someone ate cow shit sorry for shouting i'm very tired um Somniphobia is yeah it's the fear of sleeping and that's that's a terrifying thing to have um i can't say i have it i do like a good sleep i like to sleep I like to sleep in sometimes. I'm not a huge, like... I'm not one of these people that could sleep in for a day. Like, I work nights sometimes, so I do that. But that's not me being lazy. That's just me having a night's sleep during the day while you're all enjoying your day. Yeah. None of you ever think of night shift workers, do you? When you're out at the beach enjoying... (laughs) The beach? I live in Ireland. These are for the French and Spanish listeners we have. And Italian listeners. The European listeners that live in the Mediterranean district in particular. You know what I mean you get to go to the beach during the day and enjoy yourselves, and that must sound like a lot of fun that that's that's great (laughs) we don't get that in ireland (laughs) a day to the beach with us is we went to the beach mammy made sandwiches she got she put on the factor 963 billion on us we went to the beach and we ate the sandwiches and it pissed rain and we sat in the car and went home so yeah somnophobia (laughs) i i am this this is what i'm like as a person i am completely off topic you know but this is probably the most comfortable that i i feel like this is actually me feeling at my best doing things like this you know just ranting about things and getting stuff off my like stupid things now that's actually... That gives me a high. <laughs> what a boring person. He, he likes to talk about the beach. No, but... What I'm saying is that you don't think about the night shift workers. I always have to think back to what I was talking about before. <laughs> I probably have to go down to about 12 different things. Like I did the last day. And... Yeah, so that's what this is. like. I'm I'm, I'm just talking... Yeah, the night shift workers. So, has anybody... Anybody listening to this has worked nights... I actually like nights because i'm a night owl, so i like to stay up <clears throat> i like to stay up and go hoo, 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 hoo. more of a monkey really wasn't it some sort of thing in Fota. if any of you have been to Fota in in, uh, in cork for the wildlife park lovely place i remember there, there, there used to be or the gibbons i'd say they were probably gibbons but it used to be like hoo, hoo, hoo. ...on the island over... ...and I remember we used to replicate it in school... ...because they brought us to a school trip... ...to Fota... ...for um... ...agricultural science or so, ...or or was it ecology or something... ...they brought us on some trip over to Fota anyway... ...and we used to be... ...outside maths class waiting to go in... ...you know what the way it is in school... ...you're all waiting to go in and there's... ...there's maybe four or five classes... ...all gathered outside the rooms... ...and it's like... ...it's chaotic... ...it's fucking chaotic... ...like I do... ...after leaving school... ...and my sister is a teacher um and she's one of the good teachers because she's from she's from this generation (laughs) you know shout out to the modern teachers fair play to you you actually had to earn it no 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 i'm having a go i don't know i don't know anything about (laughs) what teachers have to do to get their jobs but all i know is that it's harder these days because the pay conditions aren't as good and there's a lot of things, but I'm not going into it because that's not my problem. Look, look, that's not, no, that's not my, I, I'm not an expert on that. So I'm not going to talk about it. But my sister is a teacher is the point. And I say she has to deal with all sorts of shite. And after leaving school, since I left school, I pity teachers a lot more as human beings, which I didn't when I was in school. And in school, I thought, it, now I wasn't, I wasn't overly bold, but I was capable of a good old mess. Because I get very... High. I'm still capable of a terrible mess. I'm a terrible messer. I'm still capable of getting so hyper to the point where people want to deck me like. <laughs> you know? Anybody, lis- anybody listening to this podcast right now probably wants to deck me. And that's going. But you can't. You can't because they haven't invented microphones that you can punch through yet. I think they're working on it in Japan. I'm not sure. But anyway... We used to do this thing outside maths class. Where, like, the teacher would be walking over. And we used to be just like. Oh, 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 and they used to be like. Shut up. Shut up, for Christ's sake. Shut up. And we used to think it was so funny. That's hilarious. That's hilarious when you're in school. That's so funny. <laughs> Doing stuff like that when you're in school is so funny. And I don't know why. I don't know why half the things you do in school are so funny. Like. There was another thing we used to do and i think the teacher was worse for falling for this i don't know about g what do you think ladies and gentlemen but i genuinely used to think that she was worse for falling for this we used to have a german teacher she was lovely she was very good i actually liked german because i was good at languages so um i used to i can't remember a lot of it now i could i could remember bits like expect uh, a Deutsch," but you know that's for the german listeners that we have Hello, German listeners. V (laughs) Gates. I hope this podcast never leaves Ireland. No, I do. I actually would love if it left Ireland. But anyway, I'm going completely, completely again off topic. This is like the inception of fucking topics. And I'm not going to go into Inception because I like that movie. And I'm not going to go into it right now. (laughs) All right. But we used to have a German teacher. And she was brilliant. She was very good. But, you know... We used to, you know, she'd be spelling words for us. Now I cannot remember the word for it right now, to be honest with you. Um something Zimmer, because rooms are Zimmer. Um one second there, boys and girls. I look it up on the old Google Translate. The old Google Translate is brilliant. Um the word for attic um is what I'm looking for. But anyway, the point is is that we were looking for the word German, you know, she had the German word for attic, but we thought it would be hilarious to make her spell attic over and over again. Dachboden, Dachboden. Ich, ich, <laughs> ich wohne in dem Dachboden. Das ist wunderbar. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I I try to... I I make myself laugh a lot, which you've probably realised. My girlfriend said to me the other day, do you notice you're the only person who laughs at yourself? That's only when she's the only person in the room. Because she doesn't get... She doesn't get my unique sense of humour, man. You can't, like, own a sense of humour. You can't, like, own... I'm so, so tired, and I apologise for the amount of absolute type. The absolute type that I'm talking. But we were trying to get her to spell Attic. So who can spell Attic for me, ladies and gentlemen? So I'm going to do it. A-T-T-I-C. Which is hilarious, isn't it? But she did it in such a pronounced way. So I, for, for anyone who hasn't caught up with that, she was doing it like this. A-T-T-I-C. <laughs> she might as well have said, a pair of tits I'm looking at. Like, what the? She might as well have done that. She wasn't doing herself any favors, but she didn't realize it because it was like this. It was like, <coughs> Miss, yeah, can you can you spell that A T T I C. Miss, could you spell that again? Certainly, A T T. I see. And that's funny. That was so funny back then. That was the funniest thing in the world back then. It's not funny now. (laughs) It's not great now. Something that was funny though. Was we had an actual German German teacher. We had a double barrel with a German German teacher. Do you know? (laughs) We had an actual German German teacher. And we had her in our leaving certs. Um. And she, so she, she was German. She was German and she used to talk like, Guten Tag, will you sit down, will do the picture series." But she used to say focus, like, focus, focus, focus the picture story. <laughs> and I apologize to my lovely German listeners, cause of which I probably have many, you know. I probably have a lot, ist tut mir leid, mein Freundin. I don't know which I'm apologising more for the fact that I'm doing your accent or the fact that I'm butchering your grammar. Which one are you more offended by? Let me know. I'll take you on. <laughs> I wouldn't. I've seen what you can do. No, um, the, yeah, we she used to say fuck us, fuck us, fuck us. <laughs> and we used to find that so funny. We used to purposely interrupt her so she'd say focus. Do you know? And um, mate, um, have you ever thought about the meaning of life? Fuck us! Fuck us! Fuck us! All right, I was only asking about the meaning. <laughs> like fuck us! Imagine if somebody, you know, in all seriousness, what if a lad actually was having an ex- existential crisis in class? You know, because it can happen when you're about sixteen or I, I, I've, I've had a few ex- existential crises. Do you know? Even when I was about fifteen, sixteen. Do you know? Why are we here? What are we doing? What's the point? I know what I'm here for, to entertain. And I'm failing at that right now. And I apologise. I'll try and find a different meaning. Eventually. (laughs) That's what this podcast is. It's me trying to find the meaning of life. And eventually I will. I'll eventually find the meaning of life. You know, like the Time Travers Guide to the Galaxy. I'll eventually find it. It's probably 42, 43, something like that. But anyway, what I would say is that we thought that was hilarious, you know? But imagine if you were actually having a bit of an existential crisis, and you actually asked somebody, What's the meaning of your life? Fuck us! Fuck us! Like, fuck us, miss. Yes, fuck us! Fuck us right now! (laughs) Oh my god, this is awful! This is awful content! This is shocking! But I'm having a lot of fun, and I don't care! Can you imagine if Ryan Doverty came out on the Late Late Show started talking absolute type like me? Can you imagine if he just came out and started going, When I was in school, uh, we used to have a teacher who would say, Fuck us, fuck us. It sounds like fuck us. Do you get it? <laughs> and then people, people would be getting so annoyed, And he'd just be like, I don't care. I'm having fun. <laughs> I really hope. You know what? I, I have a big dream. I'd love to be on the Late Late Show someday. That's my dream. I think it's a big dream that I have. But I'd also love to present it. Even for just one night. I just want one night. Just give me one night, RT. You know? One night in the hotel room. You know? I just want one night to present the Late Late Show. Out in Donnybrook. I just want to come out in the suit with the band. I want the band. I don't care if that's Ryan's thing. I'm not bringing my own band. I have people I could bring, but I'm not bringing them because I want my own house band provided, like Ryan Tuberty. I want those boys. You know? I want them to go. <laughs> when I walk out. But I want them to introduce me, though. No. I want them to be like, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the studio, Mr. David Savage. (laughs) Sounds like a man of fucking boxing match or something. In this corner, weighing 243 pounds, David Savage. We're gone a good bit off topic now, aren't we? Do you know what? I, 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 I don't know where I'm going. And I'm very tired. And, and I, I like to call this typer. So it's I'm tired and I'm hyper. My, my buddy invented that. He calls it typer. We get typer a lot. Ever since we were younger we get typer. We still get typer. Isn't that mad? Anyway moving on. That's the fear of falling asleep. <laughs> In case you didn't know what this podcast was about. We're still talking about phobias. oh my god i may have pronounced this wrong uh because i couldn't get the meaning right earlier is a um chateophobia would that be right c h a e t o p h o b i a yeah do you know what this is like i'm like that journalist in the simpsons and who shot mr burns you know where Smithers is? They're, they're suspecting Smithers might have done it. And they're bringing him out of the police station. And these journalists come up. And it's just like, who are you and where are you going? And Kent Brockman's like, God damn it, man, do your research. <laughs> That's me. God damn it, man, do your research. I try to do my research, but I have trouble focusing sometimes. And I think it's funnier to make a clown of myself for ye. Because this is a comedy podcast at the end of the day. This is to make people laugh. And me acting the right buffoon, the right buffoon, it's funnier. You notice I'm rolling the R's, but for some reason I can't say the Italian word for beer, and my girlfriend finds that very funny. I tried to say it, Oh, I kind of did it. Not really, no, you have to roll your tongue, I'm not doing it right. But anyway, again, Catophobia is what I'll call it, the fear of Kate. Although some people with ketophobia only fear loose or detached hair, others can be terrified by the hair on their own body. So it's a fear of hair. They'd be shagged if they lived with my girlfriend. She sheds more than a Labrador. (laughs) I'm only joking. Nah. Nah, if I had long hair, I'd probably shed a lot too. But that's why I have to hoover. That's why I go around and pick up the hair. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to bring her on this podcast someday so she can give her side of the story. You know, won't that be interesting? That'd be the ultimate showdown. But the fear of loose or detached hair, that's mad. Imagine having a fear of hair. How could you get your hair cut? I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny. These aren't, this isn't the setup. How could you get your hair cut? Do you get your hair cut? Do you get your hair cut? Do you just develop this fear and go, Oh, I hope I look like Jason Momoa. And not Steve Buscemi in Big Daddy. Do you remember that movie? Big Daddy. Steve Buscemi, the homeless fella in that. That was Steve Buscemi, wasn't it? It was. That was funny. I better look this up just in case. I don't have... In case I have to apologise for something else next week. Because I had to be stating things. And I'm not sure whether they're true or not. But I'm fairly sure it's that's that's who he played in big daddy and yeah that was him that was him the homeless fella who was looking for an egg sausage mcmuffin i'd murder for one of those i'd i'd I'd, i would kill for one of those and i don't even like those i never ate those i love mcdonald's but i never really ate those things i ate them a few times but they're not something but you know when you try to eat healthily you're like i want that now because someone mentioned it But I'm not going to get it. Because I'm a good boy. I'm being good. I'm being good to myself. My body is a temple. (laughs) Temple of doom. Anyway we're going to try to stay a bit more on topic if we can. Focus. Focus class. Oikophobia. So (laughs) O-I-K-O-phobia. It is the fear of houses. Being in a house. Home surroundings. And certain items in a house. Be it the toaster, oven, refrigerator, or dishwasher. I'm sorry, I'm I'm not laughing. This must be awful to have, right? And I do pity. I would never want to be the person who has it. I do pity them. But oh my God, imagine coming into someone's house, right? And they're just like, go into the kitchen there and make a cup of tea. Ah, the dishwasher! (laughs) No, that was in bad taste. I'm sorry, that was in very bad taste. That must be actually awful to have. It is, do you know? It's like in that movie. Do you Remember a series of unfortunate events, *Lemony Snickers. I like movie references. Big deal. <laughs> Wanna big whoop? Wanna fight about it? Um, do you remember that the, the the woman they went to live with, one of the one of the parents' distant relatives. She was she was crazy. Do you remember she was afraid of everything. Her husband got killed by leeches. And ironically, she got killed by light leeches in the end. Spoiler warning, after I told you the spoiler, big whoop, want to fight about it. Next time, any time on this podcast that I say something that people don't like, I'm just going to go, big whoop, want to fight about it. Because <laughs> I'm just that much of an arsehole. No, um. <laughs> yeah. She was afraid of the fridge. And she said, Klaus, don't open the fridge. Because if it falls, it will crush you flat. <laughs> You know <laughs> like that's an insane fear that is mad I, I i didn't even know that these could be fear and that's something that it must be awful to have honestly i'm not i'm not, I'm not actually even taking the make anymore that must be awful to have panphobia this generalized fear describes the condition of fearing everything and is often described as constantly dreading some vague and persistent unknown evil that is some messed up shit right there. Panphobia. I'm afraid of pancakes. That's awful. I'm sorry, I'm very sorry for that joke. I apologized earlier for what was going to be the shittest joke. And now I've, I've done worse. <laughs> I have failed you master. <laughs> that, is, that is actually, that is a good plot for a movie, a horror movie. A guy who's afraid of everything. And then he realised it was all in his head. Or was it? Freddie Mercury drags him. Freddie Mercury! I meant to say Freddie Krueger. I want to break me! Just grabs him through the wall. I want to say Freddie Krueger. Grabs him through the little hole in the window. Do you remember Nightmare on Elm Street? Great movie, by the way. The first Nightmare on Elm Street. Wes Craven's uh, one. It's brilliant. The first one is fantastic. But there's a scene at the end. Where they see Freddie grabbing one of the girl's mothers through a little keyhole in the win- in the door. And it looks like a dummy. It looks completely like a dummy. Her body just goes still. I imagine if someone grabbed you through a door you wouldn't just go still. I'm going to give out about a movie that was made nearly 40 years ago. Because I'm just that miserable. <laughs> but that is scary. Fred- the, th- the thought of Freddie Mercury grabbing you through a door. That's scary. And I love Freddie Mercury. That'll tell you how bloody scary it is. Do you know what my friend said to me the other day? And I think this is this is actually very much true, right? Is can you imagine sitting at home in your house? I picture this now. Not picture this the band, right? How did they come up with their name, by the way? Huh? How did they, Dave? So your man from Picture This um, was sitting down with all his buddies, and uh, they were trying to come up with a name for the band. He said, "Alright, lads." Picture this now, right? I'm holding for your applause. <laughs> I caught a girl, there's a girl I used to work with and I caught her so well. I started that very badly, I caught a girl. <laughs> I caught her on a fishing rod. No, I caught a girl out so well with that. Because she was actually a picture of this fan. And I used to work in a shop where they were playing music all day. And I'm not necessarily a picture of this fan. I think they're fine. They're fine. Do you know? If they want to come on to my podcast and be a guest and sing a song or two, one thing to get over you, yeah, I can sing back up. I'm okay. I can do that for free, lads, or a very small price at least. I can do that. But picture this. I caught her very well with it, right? Because <laughs> uh, the town I live in, right, there's a little, t- there's a little courthouse, and I said to her, I goes, "Come here. Did you know this? Uh, picture this. We're supposed to play the courthouse downtown." Um... Last year. And she was like. Really? I was like. Yeah they were. Yeah. And she said. Why didn't they? Oh well. They're too big for this town. <laughs> I would love a picture of this. Listening to this. Because I think they would find that. They'd probably sue me. Anyway. Um, for using their song. I sang their song. And I apologise. Please don't bring me to court. Last fear. <laughs> the last fear. That I'm going to discuss. Is a bloodophobia. A blüt blood- a phobia. Why does that sound so fringe? <laughs> One time we were um we were going to uh Amsterdam with a school and uh the, the the announcer now he was probably speaking Dutch but it sounded French whatever he was saying. But the only way I can describe what he was saying, and it, you know, I was typer. I was typer with my with my buddy, and we were standing next to each other, and we found this so funny for some reason. We were sixteen years of age. But he came over the announcement like. <laughs> and I just turned to him and went. <laughs> I have done a little boo. <laughs> and I found that so funny. And I can't explain why. Because I was hyper. Anyway, a Blutophobia is the persistent. Abnormal and unwarranted fear of bathing, washing or cleaning. Yeah dirty article I said yeah, I'm gonna pull a Norm MacDonald. I said yeah, dirty dog It is a situation specific phobia that is that is tough. Can you imagine being afraid like that's unhealthy aside from the fact that you'd smell you'd there'd be an average weft off yeah. <laughs> Other than the fact that there'd be a desperate weft off ya that's actually very unhealthy. You have to be, there's germs will destroy your body. (laughs) I'm a doctor, I would know. I'm not a doctor, but I like to think of myself as a medical professional, because I work with medical devices. I like to consider myself a medical professional. Big whoop, want to fight about it? Yeah, that doesn't go down well when I have members of my family who are actually medical professionals. And I say to them, I'm a medical professional, I'm carrying on the tradition. I have an aunt and a cousin that are both nurses. And they are putting themselves on the line every day during this pandemic. And I go up to them every time I meet them. And I say, Isn't it tough being a medical professional? We're really the frontline workers. We're really helping. We're helping society. We're really helping to stop the spread of this virus. Can you imagine how insulting that is? can you actually imagine like can you imagine if you had a job imagine if you were a firefighter for example so you're in a situation um where you're putting your life on the line because smoke kills a lot more people than fire in a fire believe it or not i know that because i'm some sort of an expert i know these things but imagine if you were a firefighter and you're putting your life on the line every day well you know a lot of days i don't know i don't know how many fires happen i don't know the statistics but anyway Regardless, if there's two fires a year, that's too many to deal with, right? And you're putting yourself on the line. You're, you're, you're putting your life in danger. And imagine if you had some other fella who works in a candle shop come up to you and go, yeah, us, us, us fellow firefighters have to stick together, don't we? You'd punch him in the jaw. <laughs> Lads, I don't know where I'm going or what I'm doing ever. But I'd be having such a laugh, and I love, I love talking to you because you're wonderful, you're beautiful people, and I love talking to you. And this is why I used to love radio, is because I, I, I like the idea of talking to invisible people. Do you know? That's why I had imaginary friends instead of real friends. <laughs> yeah, that's why, says you. No, I love talking to somebody that I can't see. I like the idea of you listening to me in your daily lives. Where you go about being wonderful people. Do you know? <laughs> There's a little compliment for you now. I hope you enjoyed that. Do you know? It's mad though. But this, again, this is raw sounding. Of course it is. And this might not even be my main podcast. But this is... This is a start. This is how I'm starting. And this is how... I hope to go on, I want, I'm enjoying myself. I don't have much of a structure, I have a lot more of a structure tonight than I did the last night, and maybe the next night I do it, I'll have a lot more again. I'm going to try and upload kind of bi-weekly if I can. Um, No wait, bi-weekly means every two weeks, doesn't it? Uh, Twice a week, (laughs) twice weekly! And I'll try to get a crash course in English as well if I can, (laughs) so I can speak to you, (laughs) because obviously I don't. And you know you're bad when your girlfriend, whose language, her first language isn't English, ends up correcting you sometimes. But I lie to her and tell her that she's wrong anyway. Because that's what people who are wrong do. I don't like admitting I'm wrong. And that's a, that's a fault of mine. Do you know? <laughs> I don't like giving people the satisfaction of being right. I'm like that. And that's not, that's not nice, is it? It's not really. Because I hate when people are like that with me. So I'm going to try. I'm trying to be better all the time. I'm trying to better myself. Today I went back to the gym after a long break, after a long sabbatical, and I could feel it. Because I don't know you you, 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 gym people out there. Um, you, you know, my fellow gym workers, my fellow work working out people, my fellow enthusiasts enthusiasts about the body. <laughs> you know about nutrition. If you saw me, you wouldn't think I'm a nutritionist enthusiast. Because <laughs> it's all in my head. <laughs> no. But to, to the people who are, you know, frequent um, gym goers. <laughs> you know how hard it is to go back after you've been gone for so long. It is tough. It's tough going. And that's... that's It is tough going. Like I, I, did, I did legs today. And my legs feel like somebody's kicked the shnoysten nice out of me. Isn't Schneiston a great word? Isn't Schneiston a great substitute for shite? I I remember that my uncle said that to me when I went to America one time and I was only young. But the last time I had gone there I was constipated. This is a very interesting story. I know it started off so well. But when I arrived at the airport, he was you know I was chatting to me and he went, The last time you were here, you didn't do a Schneiston for two weeks, and I was in stitches <laughs> When I was younger If anybody said anything remotely rude, remotely rude, I thought it was the best thing. I I genuinely used to think it was the best thing ever. If somebody cursed around me, I used to find it as the funniest thing in the world, you know? I used to genuinely. So, when we were younger, um, one time we were cycling around the estate. And we cycled past this fella's house. And he was inside having a shower, because we could hear the shower going and he was singing a song to himself he was like how does it feel i don't know what song he was singing could anybody know how does it feel how does it feel to be i actually i don't know that's probably that's only a very obvious song but i can't think of it right now but anyway he was singing away to himself and he was going how does it feel and one of the lads went how does it feel because <laughs> you know? he hadn't been puberty yet so he thought oh, it sounded like that does it feel? And we heard I fuck off <laughs> And We were riding away giggling We were cycling away mad giggling cuz we thought it was hilarious. It's so funny and we thought it was so funny to piss off people like that so to the point where they'd curse. What a bunch of little shits. We didn't do that often we actually didn't we very we were actually i was quite boring as a child really overall you know i got up to me bit of mischief but overall i was was quite boring i i very rarely did risque things you know I'm, i'm i'm doing risque things now that i'm an adult and that's probably not good because you should know better when you're an adult and i don't know better i'm talking absolute tripe and putting it into a podcast and broadcasting it to people that's not smart cop on you know? If I was in school, my guidance counsellor would tell me... Cop on! You know? <laughs> Pull an old Jeremy Kyle on me. up, <laughs> be a father! <laughs> oh my God. This is what being tired does to me. <laughs> this is what being tired does to me, ladies and gentlemen. I... I am tired. And this is why I am talking absolute moch absolute and utter mock i was very i you know what i was a bit typer last night and i was lying in bed and i turned to herself and i said can you imagine right can you imagine if dogs could talk how fucking annoying would that be seriously like cuz my dog for example he he's he's lovely but he's very he's very hyper he loves to you know he's a small dog he's he's a marky which is a cross between a maltese and a yorkie not the orky the chocolate bear not to be confused with that or dwight york the footballer who's played for man united not to be confused with him dwight york is a great player he was a great player not a great father but he was a good player i don't know don't, i'm not having, i'm not i'm not starting on him he's a good, he's a grand fella <laughs> but he was a great player but anyway ted is, is his name ted is his name, and he's a marky he's a maltese and Yorkie mix he's a marky but <coughs> his particular breed Excuse me. His particular breed is very hyperactive. No, they're good. Great dogs. He's actually a lovely dog. And he's calmed down and not flat in, in his, in his, not in his old age. He's only, he's only uh, four. But he's, 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 he loves, he loves his messing. But I can imagine if he could talk, <clears throat> it would be so annoying. Everyone's dog would be so annoying if they could talk. Can you imagine trying to sit down at night and just hearing like the dog come in? And like you come home and they're just like, oh my god, oh my god, you're home, Jesus, Jesus, where were you gone? you were gone for I, I don't know, you were gone for about two minutes, five minutes, fucking twelve hours, I don't know. I couldn't see the I couldn't see the fucking clock because it was on the wall too high, and I can't read a clock anyway because I'm a dog, and and then when you try to leave the room, to, go to the toilet, They're like, can I come with you? What are you doing? What are you doing there? I, can I come in with you? What are you doing? Are you going into my room in a minute? If you go into my room, my dog just be looking at you like I, I can only imagine he'd be like, what the fuck are you doing in here? I'm convinced that dog is hiding something. He's up to something. This was supposed to be a podcast on phobias. And I'm ending it by talking about my fucking dog being shady. What a wonderful world. (laughs) What a wonderful world we live in. where Where a man can do this. A man can go and do this. Anyway, I'm going to leave you to it lads. I really enjoyed this week. Um, Well, I say this week. This episode. I'm going to try and do it twice weekly if I can. So this is episode two. I'm going to put it on Spotify there now fee. And I hope to be back with you again soon. And take care out there. Look after each other. Be kind. And remember, I'll always be here playing my ukulele if you ever want to chat.